welcome to MFC Worldwide, the weekly radio broadcast originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA, and featuring Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic. Join us now as we look into God's Word and learn how it still applies to our lives today. You can be set free. You can be healed. You can be blessed. You can be born again, all through placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And now for today's message from MFC Ministries on this edition of MFC Worldwide. We're going to talk about serving God in truth this morning. Uh, you know, everybody's, I always say this is my favorite topic. I can't, everything's my favorite topic when I'm working on it, you know what I mean? Hallelujah. Don't laugh at me, but every car I ever had was my favorite car. <laughs> you know how you get, you get excited about them? And, uh, you know, till you find another one. Hallelujah. So the word's like that. You know, it's full of truth, and, and you move along, and, it, and whatever God's telling you at that, that moment, it becomes a great truth in your life. Anyway, serving God in truth, Psalm 15, 2. Hallelujah. We're going to talk about serving God in truth. I think that it... He that walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. Speak the truth in your heart. You know you can lie to yourself, right? You can lie to yourself for peace. You can lie to yourself because you don't like conflict. You can lie to yourself because you're tired. You can rationalize anything you want when you want to. But it says that we're supposed to walk and speak truth in our heart. See, to me, I always say it, it's all about the ticker. And you can give your body up to be burned, but it doesn't matter if it wasn't done in the right spirit. You can give all your money away tomorrow. You can go to the bank and empty your accounts and give your cars and give up all your stuff, but if, if it wasn't done in the right spirit, believe it or not, you know it would come to naught. You can set your body on fire. Your body can be burned in a protest, but it would come to naught. It's what you do with the right heart. You know, uh, the Bible speaks of circumcision of the heart. And when you have a lot of flesh around your heart, in other words, when you have a lot of carnality around your spirit, it, God it has a hard time getting to you what you need because your heart has a, all, it needs circumcised. The flesh needs cut away. Jesus said... If you could see and hear, I could heal you. Skin blocks what you need in, in the carnal realm. Um, Psalm 15, one, 1 through 5, please. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? In other words, abide means live with. Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks truth in his heart. Keep going. He that backbiteth not. In other words, your words can keep you out of abiding. Evil doing sin can keep you out of abiding. Not looking at your neighbor right can keep you out of abiding. Or take a reproach against your neighbor. Whose eyes of our person is con contempt. But he honors them that fear the Lord. He that swears, now this is a big one right here. Swears to his own hurt and doesn't change. My God. He that puts not his 
money out for usury, nor takes reward against the innocent. He that does these things shall never be moved. You know, keeping your word to your own hurt, I was praying about that during prayer before church. If you, if you say things to God when you're in trouble, you really do yourself a lot of harm when you don't keep them when the trouble goes away. You know, I always say the same thing about the drunks. You know, I've helped a lot of people who drank. I could say that. It doesn't bother me because I make them my friends. So I don't care. What it, I don't mind. You know what I mean? If you actually care about people, you'd be surprised what you could say. You could say things like they are because you love them. But you know, when, when people drink, you know, they, we all said it. We didn't have to be drinking. We've all said, Lord, if you get me through this one, we'll never do it again. How many times have you said that in your life? Try to get delivered from what you created. But what you do afterwards is really what really matters. Are you going to keep your vow? It's better not to have made a vow than to make a vow to God and not keep it. So see, you have to have integrity of heart to do that. It's all about your heart. It's not about your head. You've heard me say that before. I've seen people make bad decisions because they were emotionally damaged, but that God would help them anyway because their heart was right. Sounds crazy, but... You know, if you've been programmed enough through pain, you have some behaviors that aren't very good. And, but if you're really seeking God and doing your best, that's David put that throughout the Psalms about, you know, his heart toward God. So if you want to live with God, you have to be honest. Ooh. If you want to have God's presence in your life, you have to be honest with yourself. Does it matter what anybody else thinks of you? Are you honest with yourself? How serious do you actually take God's word shows either you, you, you have a revelation of it or you just don't want to do it? And I can tell you prophetically, and I know this has been said by many preachers throughout the years, but the days of being, you know, you're better off to say, I don't want to do it <laughs> than you are to say you're going to do it and then not. At least God says, I would like you to be hot or cold. Pick a side. Rather than pretend you do it and don't do it. Uh, the old covenant. Turn to Hebrews 8, 5 through 7, please, Brianne. You know, I, I realize that the covenant, the new covenant replaced the old covenant. Who serve unto the example and the shadow of the heavenly things. See, the, the, the old covenant obviously is reflected in what Jesus said in the new covenant. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle, see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed thee on the mount. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry, how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon better promises. The old covenant, we all know, replaced the new covenant. We're not killing bulls and goats, and we don't have an altar out back where we're going to burn animals today. But the, the commandments of God that were in the Old Testament are written in your heart. Uh, you know the Old Testament's written for your learning. You should never not read the Old Testament because the principles come out of it, and you see them in the New Testament. You've got to be able to connect over your lifetime, you've got to be able to connect the whole picture. Or you'll just get hung up without the roots. And roots matter. The roots of what you're under pressure, you're, the deeper your roots go, the more you can handle in times of trouble. So what, what 
does the tabernacle represent? Okay, we're going to talk who, who abides in the tabernacle. Uh, you know, the tab where God's presence is, right? In the tabernacle. <coughs> Hallelujah. So, the tabernacle was a place of meeting. The tent was a place of meeting. In the Old Testament, there were three tabernacles built. And the first one was a place of meeting. That's where all the people would go to meet God. Um, it was portable. It was this portable sanctuary where God met his people. Now, God wanted to be with his people. Now, you think about God. You know, it's amazing how, you know, God's so good at everything that he gets taken for granted because he's so good at it, you don't recognize what he's doing. You ever been around somebody that was so good at their work that they, it looked like it was easy? They were so good at it, you didn't even know what they did, but they come out with this product and it's perfect. But you didn't know what went into it because it was just too good. It was beyond what you could comprehend as good. God wanted to be with his people, but he was holy and had to have a sacred place where he could abide with his people. So he made a tabernacle. He wanted, do you realize that God loved, you, loved Israel so much he abided in a temporary housing. You ever hear temporary housing? He, he originated it. He came down and got in a, a tent meant temporary. And a tent means you're a nomad, that you don't have a place. Abraham was similar. He never had his own place. God came to the earth and he wanted to be with us so bad that he lived in a tent. The guy that made the universe and the heavens and everybody that's ever been born dwelt in a tent in temporary housing as a nomad so he could be with his people. He loved them that much. That's who he is. That's why when he came, you know, and died for your sins, God has always sacrificed to be with his people. He's the greatest servant there ever is, is, is God. God serves his people. He says, I will meet you and speak to you. He's Exodus 29, 42. We'll go ahead and look at that that he shall be a continual burnt offering throughout your generations at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord, where I will meet you and speak there unto you. God wanted to be with his people and be their God so bad that he came down in a tent. I gotta repeat that because that just is phenomenal to me. God, whatever that is, he, he come down to be with us. I will meet you and speak to you there. Now, we obviously see that God wanted to be with his people. You know why it was temporary housing? Because he wanted to live in you and he couldn't do it yet, so he got as close as he could. You're the new tabernacle. So he came down and got as close as he could because he wanted to be with his people so bad that he came down in the midst of them. I remember a song that we had years ago in the prophetic song opening. When we first went to two services, we had about four weeks of prophetic music. Music, Not that we don't have it now, but it was a lot more prominent before we opened. He said, I've come to see you this morning. I've come to see your face. I've come to meet my people in this holy place. I've come to be with you, fellowship with you, and talk to you. See, it's all about, this is God's word, direct. It's the only time... God ever spoke through Pastor Rena in a direct voice. He said, I, I mean, it was like she wasn't there. I have come to see you this morning. I have come to see your face. 
I come to be with you in this holy place. I come to meet with you and be with you and fellowship you. Listen to what he said. It's all about you and me together and fellowshipping with the Lord and fellowshipping with the saints. God wants fellowship so bad that he came down and lived in temporary housing as a nomad so he could be with Israel because he wanted people for himself. Until God, who made everything, wanted to be with us that bad. What's interesting is he wanted to get inside you, but the house wasn't clean enough. So he had to stay outside. God can't dwell with sin. Thank you for listening to this edition of MFC Worldwide. We pray that this anointed message has been a blessing to your life. In the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6, God's Word says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father in any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins, and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more information on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can visit our website at mfcministries.net. Here is where you can find MFC Ministries services with Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastorina Perosich. Our service times are Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. On our website, you can also view archived messages and you can listen to audio of past radio shows and sermons. You can also view our television show, Believe Right, by visiting believeright.tv. Don't forget, you can email your prayer requests or questions that you might have for Apostle Joe or Pastorina to media at mfcministries.net. That email address, once again, is media at mfcministries.net. And join us again next week here on this station at this time for another message from God's Word with Apostle Joe Perosich and MFC Ministries on MFC Worldwide.